not a uh, difficult shifting of things. You know, like, where the fuck's Eddie at? I don't know, man. He's always doing something that he ain't supposed to be doing while still doing what he's supposed to be doing, but his stuff ain't working, so I don't know. Like, it's weird that his stuff works and that it doesn't work. I mean, I'm curious, like, how much porn do you have to watch right. between between podcasts to fuck your shit up that bad where you have to reset it? I'm saying, man, like, and you had time <clears throat> to check all this beforehand. I don't know what he's doing. He was probably jerking off beforehand and we're just being like, well, now it's time. <laughs> Unprofessional. That's the one <laughs> well, I'd prefer to do it before. Then you know, daring because that's a different, completely different podcast. Just make it look like it. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's where I'm mad. Okay, you chasing clock on no way. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the episode of uh, I'm gonna get in trouble podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. I'm with my homie, Terrence G. Yeet, yeet, skeet, skeet. Very happy to be here, as always. As always. And uh, Eddie will be here whenever he decides to show up. So that's fun. Um, our guest, we have a guest who's not here yet. So I don't know where that, what that's about, but we'll figure that out. Uh, I will say, uh, we'll just, just, just happy to see you. How, talk, talk to me about how do you feel about the Super Bowl at this moment? Oh, is it too soon? Too no, soon? I was talking about it yesterday too, man. I'm, it still stings. Feelings are still hurt, but it is what it is, man. In all honesty, to actually have a very recent Super Bowl win, you know, under my fan belt. Still, it kind of lessens that sting, you know what I mean? Yeah, it still sucks because, uh, of course, of course, people that you've never ever heard of being Buccaneers fans want to come out on posts and comment or yep. in, in the DM and talk some shit. And it's like, I don't talk shit in general, like we've said before. I've been a Kansas City fan too long, I know they're gonna shit the bed, but really, bro, yeah, really. I, you know, I feel the same way about when the Patriots played the Atlanta Falcons, and like nobody is a is a Falcon fan. I've I've been to Atlanta. Nobody's a Falcon fan in Atlanta, uh, but just everyone was getting in my face because you know I was wearing I was wearing like a, a my jersey, and everyone's in my face being like, "Oh, look at you guys!" I was like, yeah. people were Philly fans. After Philly fans were throwing batteries at Minnesota people, like <laughs> just to hate on Brady, like I can't get on board with throwing full un or unopened beer bottles and cans and batteries at another you know opposing fan base. I just can't get behind it. Philly's that weird thing, man. Where they're notorious for throwing snowballs at Santa. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 fucking one bridge town. <laughs> 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 shout out to uh shout Bill out to Bill Burr. Yep. Uh, four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh I, I I've been accused of being a Tampa Bay fan. Uh just because, you know, I want I want my old flame to do well, you know, and it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to see You're not a bitter ex. That's, not. A good thing. That's a good thing. We had a good run, kid. We had a good I, run. I couldn't believe the amount of people that were crapping on New England fans that were out wearing their Brady jerseys and cheering for the Bucks. It's like if down the line, you know, Mahomes is even half as great or whatever as Brady has been, and then in the last couple years he decides he's going to move on and not retire a chief, I'm going to do the same thing I did with Tony Gonzalez. I'm still going to cheer him on. I hope he yeah. wins there, just not against us. Like, yeah, farewell. I think that in the jersey rule of thumb is if the player that you're wearing's jersey uh, is no longer on the team, but they want to ring with that team, I think it's fair game. You know, if it's if it's like a Johnny Manziel jersey, I don't know what you're doing in life, yeah. but if they want to ring, I think uh, yeah, I, I can get on board with that. I would be okay. Yeah, the simple basis of just wearing the or earning the ring, that's cool. But we're talking about a dude that literally won more Super Bowls yeah. than anybody. Come on, man. Right. 
Even been in like the fact that he's been to more Super Bowls than franchises have been in their history. It's like, huh? Yeah. Uh, yes. Do Do you think that now he's done the impossible? He's the greatest of all time, but now he's the outlier. He's done so well that like he's like the Bill Russell, eleven rings. Like nobody even talks about Bill Russell anymore. Everyone's yeah, like Kobe or George. It's that elite tier that's more than elite, and you get that onesie twosie maybe per lifetime. And I was sitting there saying it with Eddie. What? That's ten Super Bowls that he's been in with a winning percentage of 70%. Yeah. That's unheard of, especially because it's such a team sport. This isn't right. basketball where one, two guys can take it over and really just propel you to a win. You've got to count consistently on 11 dudes on the field at any given time. Incredible. Yeah. And, and you know, that football is that weird thing where, like, Brady led them to the Super Bowl, yada, 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 and everybody wants to say, well, I mean, it's a defense. You could look at any – any winning championship, you're like, yeah, I mean, it was that guy, but it was also the defense. The defense yeah. definitely won that game. Absolutely. And that front seven was nasty. I knew having no starting right tackles, let alone being on like second and third string on a couple of the guards too. I knew that was going to come back and bite us. Be foolish to think that it was going to be anything other than at least a close game. But I, I mean, when you have all the duds that happen, the drop passes, the yep. Matt, on the on the face mask, like yeah, that's a wrap. You can't right. make a mistake. I was I was I was pumped to see uh, the first uh, was it the first quarter? Even going into the second, it was like a low, low, low scoring game, and I could just hear people at the bar crying. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it's gonna be a defensive. It's gonna be another defensive championship, and everyone says defense wins championships until defense wins championships and then everybody fucking hates that shit. Yeah, that's very true. I, I got ripped uh, when Kansas City went to the AFC Championship game and Tom, uh, went against Tom Brady and, you know, the infamous D Ford was over the line on the interception yep. that would have propelled us to the Super Bowl. On that game, um, there was so many people getting salty about this and that because I said at the end of the day, defense wins championships. However short you want to call it, because in that last two minutes, they did enough to stop Kansas City from yep. going. Mm -hmm. Same thing when it went to the Super Bowl right after that. Defense wins championships. Like, no, the, the, uh, the league has changed, yada, yada, yada. Not that much. Not that much. And, you know, if you, if you want to look at it like defense wins championships, Asante Samuel dropped the interception. It literally hit him in the hands. Yep. And then, like, three plays later – uh, is the I think it was the David Tyree catch that I think it I think those are the two Super Bowls. Uh, I'm, I, I don't think I'm getting them mixed up, but it was like literally interception, kneel a couple times, and Brady is on to his eighth or his ninth. You know, yep. Um, yep. Defense defense does wins championships, and everyone loves saying that until they have to sit through a defensive like the Patriots uh, Rams. Everybody hated that one. You're like, no, this is an amazing yeah. defensive. Struggle. Nobody wanted. Nobody wanted to hear that shit. Yep. What do you think? Uh, do you think Pat? Like, so Patrick Mahomes has just had this horrible game. How? Like, do you think he'll bounce back? Like, do you think there's any kind of trauma to it? I mean, I'm not typically an optimistic dude, especially having a long track record as a Kansas City fan. Like I've said, of just finding ways to shit the bed and not be good. But this team has at least won me over because they found ways to win the games that they normally would have lost. I'd like to think this is that humbling smack in the mouth that makes him better, pushes the drive. But to be honest, the dude scrambled for what, like 475 yards just trying to evade the rush. Still threw for it was an atrocious completion percentage, but still threw for almost 300 yards. Yeah, two interceptions. But – it's not like that the only 270 yards was on him when you have the big time guys like Travis Kelsey just brick handing that some bitch and it was over. Mm -hmm. I'd like it, to think we'll be back. I don't know. And at some point, like you get so far behind the eight ball, you're just like, well, we're just going to throw it. We're only throwing it at this point because why even bother try running it? Andy Reid definitely looked uh, more like Philadelphia head coach Andy Reid in that he did not want to run the ball. And that was very frustrating that it seemed like 
it was at best augmenting small parts of the game plan at best. So I didn't love it. Well, hello, Mr. Lyles. How are you? Hello, people. Hello. It's about time. We we were literally thinking, huh, where did he go to work? Did he get called in? Is he... <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, guys, uh, like, we're at the podcast. I'll be back later. <laughs> like, nah, but the, the system just started messing up on me. I'm kind of happy, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, our guest couldn't make it, but yeah. I mean, our next guest, like, I'm glad all of this shit happened now. Oh, yeah. this would have been really weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And you don't give a shit about us? Is that what that, that's how I took that. I don't give a shit about you, Terrence. I'm Conversate. I'm surprised this is still a conversation for you, Terrence. I don't know why you keep yeah, on walking into that one. Uh, <laughs> I just want it to be out there on public record so everybody understands the, the level of gaping asshole Eddie Lyles is. He's not just whoa, 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 whoa. gaping. Whoa, whoa. Creeping, creeping. Whoa, whoa. Why, why am I an asshole now? What, what, did, what did I do to you, sir? Besides, you, you, know, you didn't give a shit about us, man. No, 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 no. I said I didn't give a shit about you. I care about Lloyd. I don't give a huh. shit about you. See, it's, and then it's targeted now, and plus yes. it's online. This is yeah. that cyberbullying they talk about. Yeah, all day. Yeah, this is online. It's cyberbullying. I can't really bully you as much as Tom Brady did your team, but you know, a little too late. Too little too into it. Too little too late. <laughs> did any? Did any? So another Tom Brady's won seven championships. Did anyone buy lug stock? Oh, not lugs, Uggs. Did anyone buy Ugg stocks? <laughs> I'm just curious. I Did don't know, but I do have lugs that look like Uggs. <laughs> okay. so. Does Uggs have does Uggs have stock? Is that, is that even a thing? I, I gotta imagine they're probably on the NYSE, man. Gotta be. Lugs. Nah, I think they they might be underneath somebody else, though. I'm looking right now. Lugs stock. No, lugs. I'm not saying lugs. I said Uggs, dickhead. I don't care about lugs. That's you not don't care, Eddie. Stop that. You, you don't love care. Lugs. You don't care that Listen, you can get thirty percent off. This is this is what we're not going to do. Okay, we're not going to continue <laughs> down this path of this luck. We've done it for four episodes now. Okay, can we can we stop with the lux? Is no. that possible? No. I told you this doesn't end until it, we get that sponsorship. Number one, we're not getting a sponsorship from Lux because I'm going to I'm going to fucking disrupt that shit like a motherfucker. <laughs> You're going to feel really stupid when Loy and I are millionaires because we took the sponsorship. From lugs and lugs.com. If you actually think if you actually think lugs.com has fucking millions to give you, you are more delusional than I thought. Lugs are everywhere. Uh 30% off winner 30 at lugs.com and seven dollar flat rate shipping. Who doesn't have billions? Anybody, I want I want to make sure this is perfectly clear. Anybody. Mm -hmm. They that also have women's watching. No, no. Let me let me say this. Let me say this. You can finish. You can finish. Let me finish real quick. Let me Kanye West this shit real quick. Okay. Anybody okay. that is watching from my profile page, I do not condone this behavior of shitting on shoes and wearing lugs. Okay. Now, now y'all continue. You bama five bamas. Go ahead. There's women's new arrivals at lugs.com. <laughs> <laughs> but how much is shipping, Terrence? Oh, isn't it $7 flat rate shipping on any order? Or is it free if you have orders over $65? It wow. depends. But this, the selection is out. we get sponsored out. by HBO Max Warriors. Spring is coming up, too. Are you ready to step into the future <laughs> and step into the post-COVID era? Do so at lugs.com. <laughs> Can I get some, like, <laughs> ACGs, but, like, not Nike versions? <laughs> they don't have ACGs, do they? They can't do yeah. air bubbles. Only they people have, that can do air bubbles everything. now is Nike, ain't it? They have, they have everything. They have everything there. Lux.com. Promo so, code Twitter 30. Yep. What else is going on in the news, man? Shit. Chilling, man. I mean, Super Bowl. Wow. What, Terrence, where did you watch the Super Bowl? I think I saw you cooking and stuff. Were you at my home? Basement. Yeah, I, I got my projector up. Uh, so I was in the basement watching it and getting hurt in the 120-inch HD screen. Have my feelings just obliterated at widescreen 16 by nine life size it hurts Damn. what about you eddie where, where did you watch it i watched it at work <laughs> on yeah. an ipad and then 
And then I uh, I went over I went over to State Fair. Shout out State Fair in Catonsville, where we normally run our uh, run our uh, Thursday show, um, our, our Thursday light ugh, Thursday night late show. Right? It's I like talk fair, huh? Yeah. Huh? That's how white trash I am. You said State Fair, and I immediately thought of the frozen corn dogs. <laughs> they actually have corn dogs. Yep. <laughs> I mean. I'm so, I'm so New England. You, I was like, wait. If you name your restaurant State Fair, you better have coin dogs. So I'm just or, saying. Like bacon wrapped, deep fried, battered Oreos. There's a joint yeah. in Kansas City that has pork belly corn dogs. With that team. Amazing. I don't know. So I guess you know a lot of people hate on pork nowadays. I don't. I still love pork, but yeah. I, I, mean, I don't. I'm not gonna say I like pork. I'm not going to say I don't like pork. Ooh, this pork is fantastic. I'll take pork over chicken most days. Uh, that's why we're all going to fucking die from health issues because we're eating so much red meat and pork. <laughs> Actually, Yo, why you do know. you sound like you have an echo, bro? Me? No, Lord, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why? Do I have an echo? Terrence, do you have an echo? I don't hear an echo. Boom. Yo, you guys are gonna keep taking up for each other, and it's no, so I just weird. said I didn't hear an echo. It's so weird that you guys. Take you guys up know that ounce for ounce, pound for pound, pork chops, lean pork chops, are leaner than chicken breast. They have more protein and less fat. Less trichinosis, though, in yeah. chicken breast. For real, for real, for real. Like hundred percent less. Hold on, what? what? Say this again. It's less trichinosis. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean is less trichinosis, bro? Trichinosis is the thing that makes you sleepy and poultry. Oh, no, no, no. Trichinosis, trichinosis is the shit no, that kills you. Man. My bad. I'm in yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're all the way off on that one, my guy. Trichinosis, oh. trichinosis yeah, is right. the fucking worst. Look, man, I'm dumb as shit, too. Let me get in trouble and be dumb. I don't care. I mean, you, you're not really protecting us from terrorists. Trichinosis does put you to sleep. I mean, permanently, but, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the wrong kind of sleep. Hold <laughs> on. What happened? Uh, did he just roll out? Hold he said on. he'd be right did back. He said he's gonna be right back. Well, shit, then mm -hmm. fuck him. Hey, I think uh, I think somebody just jumped in. Is that too right? There's the Finally OG right. himself. Finally, right? <laughs> the OG himself. My bad, man. I'm so sorry, bro. I Left out that I'm I'm always wrong. I, I ain't leave the house till seven o'clock. So I knew I wasn't gonna be back by eight. I'm like, I, I can I can make it. But you know, you know how it is when the weed man call, you gotta go then. So yeah. Eddie, you oh. muted yourself, bro. Eddie, you muted yourself, bro. I can hear. Yeah. So what's up, Ray? How you doing, sir? It's good to see you. I'm good, fellas, man. How y'all be, man? Thank y'all for having me, first and foremost. Thank you. Appreciate it. No, nah, for, thank you for coming on, man. You're the one doing the, us a favor. Yes, <laughs> you <know>? right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yo, I got to say, I got to get this out the way, right? So the first time I met Toure, I don't know if you remember this, Toure. We had uh, the, 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 the basketball tournament. And um, it was like uh, Philly versus Jersey. I think it's oh, two yeah, teams yeah, of Jersey yeah, yeah. at DC. Top flight joint. Top flight, Top flight joint. And uh, and I didn't know who you were. Me and you, I like, I, I, I rocked with you, right? Yeah. And the only thing I remember is at the end of the game, I was tired as shit. And they tried to give you the ball. I was like, fuck this. It just fouled you all the way. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Tell me like, I you. Oh, I sunk, I sunk two for the game winner, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, because people, people need to understand if, if they don't know Toure, Toure is tall as shit. Right. Yo, like two right yeah, six, six, six five. Yeah, I'm about to hey. say there's not too many men in general that I feel like I gotta look up. I mean, I'm not the tallest dude, but I'm six one. So it is not you like every dude I gotta look up bro. to. But uh I actually first met you at uh the Hamptons at uh Derek Brooks show, yeah, where you were just dropping knowledge and game, and I was very appreciative of it. Yes, sir. But I was like I thought he was tall based on the videos and everything, but <laughs> god damn. <laughs> no, no that motherfucker's tall. Bro. Court with you. Yo, listen, and that was like the, the messed up part was like everybody was like, all right, you're gonna play center. I'm like, nigga, I'm six five and fat. 
I can play small forward. <laughs> but what it is, Eddie, is when you, when you tall and people around you aren't, they just assume you tall like you the other tall dudes. Like, right. like, I, like I've been to a party with Shaq. And when you oh, walk man. in a party, you see Shaq no matter where you at just, in the party. Yeah, right. Like you could be, right. he was, I was in an arena. He was all the way on the other side. Like, damn, that's Shaq. I'm not that hype. <laughs> you know what I'm I can get more, I can get missing in a crowd of NBA dudes. Yo, so I yeah, had uh, when you are height, it's like, oh, you play center. No, dog. <laughs> I, I so listen. I'm literally, I'm doing, I'm bouncing, right? I'm bouncing in Capital in DC. Right. This is the year that Miami wins with um with D Wade, LeBron, and Ray Allen. Okay. Right? So Ray Allen come like the everybody they all come in the club. First off, their center at the time forgot his name is shorter than LeBron, right? But either way, Ray Allen's about to leave. When Ray Allen's about to leave, I walk out with Ray Allen and walk him to the bus. I'm the same height as Ray Allen. Right. Like I'm like, no, nigga, I am a shooting guard. Y'all right, will right, stop right, trying right, to make right. me a center, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be Jesus Shuttleworth out here, son. That's how I felt seeing Derek Fisher out on the court because yeah. Derek Fisher's six one, and I was I'm looking at him over everybody else, and he's at shoulder height at best. And I'm like, I ain't got it. Yeah. Plus, I'm yeah, white. I ain't got it. I nope. Got it. <laughs> no, man. Huh? But that, I, so the, oh, Lloyd in the corner. What's going on, y'all? Put baby in the corner. Uh, <laughs> there's only four of us. We're all in corners, bro. That's how that's how squares work. Pretty much. <laughs> so, nah. So, uh, two Ray, let's get to the questions, bro. Yeah. Um, Can I ask a real quick question? That's oh that's Sabor's brand on your your hoodie, right? So yeah. That's not yeah. okay. That's because well, you was just down. Shout out. You was just down with Sabor, right? Yeah. yeah. Just how um, was that? Tampa. She had a little. Super Bowl, uh, it was called, uh, I forget the theme, she called it some more social, the some more chandelier social, so it was like a Super Bowl party comedy show that uh, she had at her house, so yeah, it was nice. I remember seeing that on Instagram, and I know she's always, you know, chandelier life is some of her posts, so yeah. quick reference, giving a shout out, my bad, I didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, hey man, up. listen, I always give shout outs to Big Sis, man, she keep it, she keep it popping, and she always keep me in mind, so I can never, uh, I can never be hating on that, I appreciate it. Nah, so what are you so what are you doing throughout the pandemic besides hanging out with some more? Oh, braggadocious ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep it 100, some more, some more wasn't fucking with, with nobody. Like I just seen her for the first time since last year. Like she was for real? she shut it down. Like she shut it down. Um, really, man, family. You know, I have kids, so I have three teenagers that are in the house with me. I'm a black entertainer, so I got a bunch of kids. But <laughs> three of them are in the house with me and my lady. Um <laughs> My lady is front frontline medical worker, so we can't really oh. you know, we we fight yeah. COVID uh, uh, directly here at this house. But we really can't be living a life of fear because my kids still uh, work. They work in retail. They have jobs at like little mall jobs. They still mm. going to work. Uh, sure, their school is virtual because in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where I'm at, there's no there's no in class, so they they're home mm. all day, and then mm. you know. But I mean, really been just holding it together to kind of Mr. Mom in it, man. Like I've cooking, <laughs> I'm cooking, I'm uh, washing a lot of clothes. Like I'm really on my home improvement thing. I done put together some some uh, some furniture in here. I bought a I bought a pantry. I put that together last week. So what you went to yeah. IKEA? No, no, man, Home Depot, man. IKEA. Oh, yeah, I used to work at IKEA. I used to work, one of my first jobs was in IKEA. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, and I used to work there, don't know how to put none of that shit together. So, two ray good as shit with an island ranch out this bitch. In Pennsylvania, uh, we we when the pandemic first hit, we did definitely did a shelter in place, so they shut a lot of things down. One of the Ooh. only places that stayed open was Home Depot. When I tell you, I was up in there for the seminars, nigga, just to get out the house. He don't even own power tools, man. Just going to get right. I don't own none of that. I, I, I live in an apartment. Set. Look, I bought a wrench set, and we don't got no more leaks around this fucking house. 
Shit leaked for years, man. It leaked for years. I never bothered with it. I was like, man, fuck that. When you got that set now, I'll be sitting there going, is that leaking? Let me, I got to work for that. <laughs> so, I know yeah, how to rock it. Really, uh, I put out, I did put out two comedy albums. I did put out two comedy albums oh, on the pandemic. Um, staying in the art, in the form of the art. Yeah, I stayed there with the comedy album because directly, and I think I remember telling Trav this, um, we, money comes from that. I get, yeah. I get a, I get a, a, a royalty check every month from Sound Exchange, and nice. my logic was, you know, when I was first getting them and I'm working and doing so many things, I was kind of happy about it, like okay, an extra couple of dollars. Well, right, right, right. when the work slowed down, I was like, well, what would make my royalty checks bigger, more content, so I yep. put out more right. albums. So, and that that was a successful thing for me because. The more albums, more content mean more plays, more spins. So it, it made my royalty checks bigger. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. I really didn't. The virtual shows, man. I went, I'm not good at them. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> I'm good at this because we're just talking. Right. Exactly. Shows where you gotta be funny. Yo, with nobody, with nobody in front of you, dude. I bombed so bad on Chocolate Sunday. I ain't even sending my W nine. Don't give me no credit on that shit. <laughs> I want to forget it ever happened. Right. Alone. I don't need nobody knowing. You think I want the government to know that? I did <laughs> so yeah, man. So the virtual show wasn't for me. I did a couple outside shows. I'm okay with that. As long as the setup is where people can hear and enjoy the show, you're going to be all right with that. But yeah, I, I the virtual stuff wasn't for me, man. So I just really been staying busy. I filled out everything. So I'm gonna have to go to jail for about three to five years, but um, it's gonna <laughs> oh be fat Lord time. Jesus. You know what I mean? Not fat time. <laughs> oh, listen, I told them I was an unemployed comedian. They sent me enough money to start a record label. Ain't nobody tell them send me all that money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what's your record label called? <laughs> I'm, I'm signing. Nick, I'm signing to my label. <laughs> <laughs> Two rated truth. Raping you records is the name of the label. <laughs> Ain't nobody listen. Ain't nobody on my label going for coop. I don't give a fuck which album so it, oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I went ten times platinum. You know yo, the you, budget was crazy on that first. Yo, video. you can't. Oh, you gonna be a bird man? Oh, yo, you the, some the shit. budget on your first video. Did you, yeah. you know how much it cost to rent a giraffe? No, you didn't think it was gonna you be that expensive. Hit him with the people's straight The people's. Yeah, I put you a rat for. I put hey, you man. a rat for. I put you a rat though. No chrome, alloy only. Alloy only. No chrome. 2005 to 2010, your choice. Yo, no mileage. No mileage. That's funny. So what's so what you got? What's the plans for Philly, man? Because I know you got the Comedy Institute or the what is the Comedy University, right? I don't want to mess uh, up name. Philadelphia Comedy College. Um, we it's going virtual. We've we finally got the platform together to get it on a virtual level where where it's easy. With I'll be talking with the tech dudes. Uh, they can work, you know, f f as I call it, I'll be like, for dummies. But we, right. need, we needed the that technology. Is, that's what it is. That's right, what it is. The set, we need the website to be able to just log on, select the class, and get into it. So we finally got the website up to that standard. So, yeah, man, we're going to start Philadelphia Comedy College Virtual. Actually, in the state of Pennsylvania, city of Philadelphia, in March, April, Things will start to open back up. So we'll have a couple more of these venues back up and running. Warm Daddies will return, and I'll be able to do Soul Comedy there, um, which was the longest-running comedy show, actually, in the country. And it did, we did Talk six years. Shit. We got to Talk six years shit. with that before we stopped. So <laughs> it was a great, great you know, show. And then um, Punchline, I do a lot of stuff with Punchline and Live Nation. So that'll all be back in effect March, April. But right now, we're just biding our time, man, making sure we're ready. How do you how do you think that's going to change, like – I know that we're we're, we're different now. Post COVID, yeah. it's going to be different. Like, how right. different do you think it'll be when once we get back into the swing of things? I think people will be just really more aware of other people in their proximity. Mm -hmm. Like the freedom of us just being out and about. Some of us are still going to do it. I, I mean, I've I've been out. I've been in Atlanta. <laughs> you were you were in Tampa just now, right? right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've been, but I've been to Atlanta five times. They say if you can make it through the A, you good. Hey yo, hey, if you can make it through the A, son. I was in Atlanta, I was in Atlanta at Uptown. You know, 
when you're a 47-year-old comedian, blood smoking, pretty much don't give a fuck about life type attitude. Man, I love life, but I'm never going to handle by dictate terms to me. Right. You know, when you have that dude in the club and you look around and tell your squad, Put your mask on, man. <laughs> like literally, I was in uptown like put your mask on. <laughs> no, that's like that's like that's like being in the hood, but like everybody got their guns. Right. Niggas changed though. Hey, everybody got their mask. Right. Everybody. everybody got their- <laughs> so it was like, so I think we're going to really pay attention to that. Like, I can see that. I can see people going, man. I want to go to that show, but I don't want a whole bunch of people. So do that's you, still going to exist. So. Do you think that's going to mess up like the capacity or the ability to sell tickets? Like, how, like how do you? No, I think it'll be those people that want to go will go. Mm. Those that won't will remain. You know, they're in attendance oh. virtually. Those that don't want to get back into the crowd will make that choice. I think that's how it'll change. Whereas opposed before, we would just go. Oh, well, everybody else going free tickets. Free right. tickets. I'll just right. be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's gonna be like nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they gonna justify. Hey man, the ticket was free. How safe can it be? <laughs> well, two ways. I mean, do I is two way really worth dying for? Maybe. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, man, I think that's what will will change. Events, uh, leisure, activities, entertainment. It'll definitely be want to. We're gonna want to leave our house. We're gonna want to go to certain events. So what um so what what are you what do you feel like Philly is now as far as like the like top of scenes, right? Uh, the top of scenes. Because you know, LA and 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 what is it? LA and uh New York are basically everybody's like yeah. they're gone. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? At least for the time being. Yeah. So what do you feel like Philly is like? Do you think Philly's gonna start to move into that splat where nah. people are gonna start to try to move to Philly or not? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you see quick. Philly? That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that that even what else you got? You got something else? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man, it's like this. Right now, Atlanta is the comedy capital of the world. That as much like as it, we yo. want to be artists and we really think we matter, we don't matter more than the business, the industry. And the industry and the business is still venues. And venues have to be able to make money. And Atlanta is one of the only places where venues can still make money. They have no capacity restrictions. They can bring in an act and pay them, you know, what they're supposed to get paid. Dave Chappelle went to Atlanta to do a weekend. It ended up being two weeks because they just kept adding shows. And I mean, he was like, well, I can't really perform nowhere else. And so that's uh, places that like, you know, Atlanta's going to win because they already had a scene. They have a nightclub scene. They have a, a club, a party scene. They have a comedy scene. A strip club right. scene. Miami, Florida doesn't have a scene, so it's like people go to Florida for, for vacational leisure or to hang out. So right. it really doesn't have a comedy scene that's going to move on its own. Like right now, I think the next spot is Atlanta. Are you, are are we seeing uh, new venues opening up in Atlanta? Like uh, yeah. just taking advantage of that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. you know because what we're doing is we're doing the urban style. Lee, it might not be. The, the improvs or the punchlines, but it'll be comedy night at such and such. And there's right. a lot of them. There's mm-hmm. like a K-Dub, who's a friend of mine, was like, man, I just I just started another room. <laughs> like that, and, and, and Mark Henderson, who's another comedian friend of mine, who's moved from, Mark is a clean comedian. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't curse, but he, he's super funny. Moved from Chicago to LA. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get on stage as he liked in LA. Moved from LA to New York. Was rocking in New York, but wasn't getting movement upward in New York. Moved back to LA right before the pandemic. So then he moved back to he moved to Atlanta. He told me, he said, I've never been nowhere where I can get on stage every night. I just told this man moved to Chicago, LA, and New York. He said, in Atlanta, I'm on stage every night. It, feel, it seems like in Atlanta, they have like that, I won't say brotherhood, but it feels. Oh. What'd you say? He he got muted. I'm muted. So yeah, no, it feels like it almost like a brotherhood or, or a sisterhood or a, just a family setting where it's like everybody fucks with everybody, and if right. they don't fuck with them, somebody else fucks with them. Yeah, that fucks with them. you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's connected like a motherfucker. Yeah. Whereas like I think LA is clickish like hell. Like well, is that true? Yeah. Am I just yeah. looking at it wrong? 
No, no, no. I mean, everything is about opportunity, bro. Like, we are comedians or rolling comedy. So if there's some point, like, like you said, I met y'all in different places. We're right. always going, unless I did something wrong to y'all, we kind of always going to be cool. So when I see right. you down the line three years and you got a sitcom or you in a movie, it's going to be at least, yo, what up? Like that. Right, well, right, right, right. I call that being in the union. We all union, right? Well, That's shoot, the word. That's the word. Right. Well, when we get out of LA, it's only three union jobs. There's 3,000 of us. So yeah, you my man, but fuck that. <laughs> 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 you my man, but if you spend any time in LA, who are the coolest comedians when you get to LA? The niggas that already made it. True. Be when you get, true, like, yo, Dion cool, cool, Dion Cole, cool as shit. Yeah, he got his already. You know what I mean? <laughs> he got He's his. already eaten. He's been eaten. It don't matter at this point. <laughs> and you can tell you can you, great if, assholes. Yeah, if you can tell how successful somebody is by how many people he comes with, like when you first start, like it's nobody, nope. and then you're like, Oh, you got a little something, you maybe got a room, you're like, Oh, yep. three, four people, you got a show, 12 people, yep. you Joe Rogan, the whole club. <laughs> I literally was at a spot with Mike Blackson, who's a dear friend of mine. Mike's a great guy, but Mike's Hollywood, he, yep. he loves it and he embraces it, but he's a yeah, good yeah. dude, he's never changed, but he is Hollywood. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I heard he just went and like, bought a Rolls Royce with some of his squad. And they, you know, he got the list at the door of all his mm -hmm. entourage. And I'm talking to a dude, and they go, Yeah, we got a Chris Williams at the door. And I'm looking like, This Chris Williams right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't say shit. I just kind of glanced him like, <laughs> So he tapped me like, Yo, Mike got a limit. He couldn't have that many people in there. I was like, Oh, because I thought that I didn't know your name after all these. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he had like 30 people in a place where they were, you know, it was a live nation outside event. They had the social, uh, the protocols in, in effect and they had right. limited Mike's guest list to like 15. When I seen it on the rider, I said, yeah, we'll, we'll see if this happens. <laughs> He's still in there with like 30 people. You can only have 15. Sure. Right, me, sure. And look, sure, I'm backstage, you. me and my girl. And they asked her who she is three times. I said, look, God damn it. <laughs> Go find one of Mike's people. <laughs> so yeah, man, you could definitely judge success by how many people they roll with. But I wouldn't say, I would say a lot of places are clickish. New York is clickish, but it's New York really about is a bitch. Yeah, New York is clickish. It's really click. They try to act like they're not, but it's right. Really, really click. Especially, I would say New York is more clickish to people with weak personalities. Like if you have a weak personality, you will, you will think something's wrong with you in New York. You really will. And then you get out. What happens for me is being from Philly, there's always been a little brother type irreverence mm. towards New York. There's always been a, like, I will not wear a Yankee hat at all. And I ain't even, I ain't even into baseball like that, but it's something about putting that in, in while on my head. I'm like, I'm not from there. That's not me. That's, I'm not going to claim it because it, like, I, I'm no cats from Philly where Yankee had somebody match. I'm like, they got a Phillies hat that color, nigga. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true you know so Yo. I think that saved me because New York was always geographically two hours north is New York two hours south is DC so coming yeah. up in comedy I stayed on 95 I was you know because I wanted to build those those followings both places and honestly I couldn't even think that it was about building a following I never really thought about people following Turay or coming to see Turay I just wanted the opportunities that those places had outside yeah. of Philadelphia. So I always went into these places like I'm repping Philly. I'm repping me. I don't really need to be in y'all squad or in y'all clique to come and get on y'all stages. I mm. say that to say I always looked at it differently, but I can see how someone who wants to come up and be a joiner uh, or to be part of those cliques could be feeling ostracized because you be looking like these guys are so much better than you. And it's like, they really not. They just here. Yeah. They're in New York. See some of these New York dudes on the road. And you be like, Oh, you ordinary as fuck. Oh, like a motherfucker. Yeah. Because yeah. they, none of your jokes leave New York. Like, hey, you, at the bodega. I'm like, yo, y'all know what a bodega yep. is. <laughs> your, your subway jokes <laughs> only last. Sport, yeah. The subway jokes only last within like a three mile radius. The Cut subway the shit, jokes people. only last on the subway. Right. And if I say to you, L, you if you if you from Philly, you know what the L is. If you from Chicago, you know what the L is. People don't know what an elevated uh subway is outside of those cities. They don't 
Right. So I say that to say it's not just that simple. It's a swag. It's a it's an attitude sometimes that New York comedians carry. And the funny thing is, I know the comedians that are born and raised in New York, and then I know the, the transplants that have adopted this New York <laughs> attitude. You'd be looking at them like, you're not even from here. You can't be like that. You can't be like and then that. They come, and then they come back home and they be acting New Yorkish. Right. I mean, <laughs> dude, when I, I lived in New York, because, I, you know, you got... I call it paying your dues. You got to go pray at the altar. Yeah. That is the comedy capital of the world. If mm -hmm. you can work, if you can work in New York, you can work anywhere. I distinctly remember being on stage at the cellar and knowing that mm -hmm. the five people in the front row can't speak English, but I still got to be able to, to entertain them. You know, uh, I've, I've been, that's, that's another thing. The cellar is the most prestigious club in New York for artists to work in again. So when I got passed in the cellar and I'm working at the cellar, there were dudes in New York that have TV credits up the wazoo asking me how you get in the cellar. I'm like, motherfucker, I auditioned. <laughs> so that, that kind of touches on something we've been talking about here recently. How do you feel about the whole vibe of urban rooms versus mainstream rooms? And how mm. does that affect your mind frame going in on one versus the other? I'm glad y'all got such a, uh, a diverse panel too, because this is something... <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Equal opportunity here too, right? Right, but that's what I'm saying. On over here. He said, and it needs to be said more than just to me talking to black people. It right. needs to go reverb out. The definition of urban comedy should have never had a color associated to it. Mm, fact. I agree. Because right now, as we sit, urban comedy is created by anything that's not a corporate entity. You know how many little white shows I be at? That, that's urban comedy. These little, these little uh, bar clubs, and that's all urban comedy. What? Because they white is not urban, right? It's from the yeah. muscle. They grinded it up. They did their own show. They did their own promotion. That's urban comedy. Right. There's no club owner. There's no corporate entity telling them what they can't say on stage. That's urban comedy. So, <clears throat> where we come from in urban comedy with the Def Jam era bad practice bro it's a bad practice it's a mm. great place to be from but it prepares you for none of this real mm. business shit can you elaborate on, on that first Please. of all be specific what's that what time did i log on this motherfucker? <laughs> late that's the first thing you learn you learn how nice to late. show start late Promoters go, comedians go over their time. Oh, boy. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's no. Hosts do five minutes in between everybody. <laughs> host lining. You hope it's five minutes. Host, host lining. Yo, host I did. Lining. I love you that lining. shit. I didn't that, even that's think yours, about I'm not going to steal it, but that's classic. Host lining. Host no, lining. I'm going to say two Ray told me you host lining, nigga. You ain't going to say two Ray. Somebody said it before me. I heard somebody say it. <laughs> but I'm saying those things, all of the all of the, uh, the the business not being taken care of. And here's the thing. We get used to the business not being taken care of. Yeah, yeah. We get used to, oh, here he go with this. We get used to the, let me holler at you right quick. There are so many comedians that look at me sometimes and be like, you be out about your business. At this point in my career, shouldn't shouldn't we be? Yeah, and you're going to get it, jerked and burnt first two, two, two years in. Yeah, you're going to be somewhere. You're not going to get paid. That should happen right. to you one time. time. Not repeatedly. Yeah. The, so th this is my thing, though. Is that is that urban comedy or do people take advantage of it inside of urban practice. comedy? And so right. what happens is because there's no corporate entity, because there's no responsible financial party at the top of this, it's right. you're dealing with whoever that is. He now yeah, if he yeah. bought his bit. We all know both sides. We know the promoter we've never had a problem with, and yep. then we know the problem promoter that we never work for again. Yeah. Yep. They, but they both in the same. They both in the same company. You know, they they work right, in the right. same field basically. Right. So. IBM don't be nowhere where another lesser computer company be. Either IBM buy that or they don't do business like that. So right. that's the problem with urban comedy is that we all commingle. Like the book, the good promoters is in with the bad promoters. The mm. the good com comedians is in with the bad comedians, and that that teaches a certain expectation from us. Teaches a certain expectation from crowd. Like I've had crowds come 
Like I had to start training my crowd. Mm, yeah. With soul comedy, so to speak. I got an 830 Showtime advertise. We starting to show at 845. I don't care who who's here. As long as there's right. a, a host and a, a comedian. Headliner may not be here. Right, right, right. may not be here. But we get this show started. Because what you don't want is people walking in going, oh, well, ain't nobody going up until. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we tried. So we, me and Lloyd ran a show, or we still have a show at uh, the Hideout in Laurel. Okay. And that was one of the things at eight o'clock. We kept saying eight o'clock the show stop. Eight o'clock the show stop. And then, and then like eight fifteen was show, and the headliner wasn't there. It was like I we got it. We got stretch. We got to stop the show. Yeah, but it was, but it was, it was really annoying because it was like, and I think we still sometimes we still fuck up, and it's like let's wait for the crowd to get here. Nope. Because everybody, if you say eight o'clock, then a lot of the times, sometimes, especially after when COVID hit, like the last yes. couple, the last couple months leading up to COVID, we were good, right? We started, the crowd would walk in at the end. Every, we already knew it, right? Right. If we we're start with like ten people, and then by the end of the show, it's 45, 50 people to and, and no seats. You get what I'm saying? So like, right. they started not, but when COVID came, that was the hard part. So yeah. how do you stay with no matter what? Eight forty-five. Let's go. How do you how do you keep that in your head? Consistency is key. Consist to, to build anything. Consistency mm. is key. Repetition, doing it the way. Because here's what I used to tell my squad. I'm like, there's somebody here for the first time tonight. They gotta leave with the same experience as the person that's here every Wednesday. You know, mm. it shouldn't get cheapened because oh, somebody we started late or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like my co-host, Buck, used to, you know, he has season tickets to the Sixers. On Wednesday, there was six. And we would all, for some reason, on Wednesday, there would all be a Sixers home game. He would leave. Ooh. Like, yo, I got to be at the show by eight certain time to start the show. Wow. I would start without him, and he would know that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start it. Yo, that's you know, I, I got to get white on you. I, I, I think you know, for lack of better words. Right? But if I got to start it, then at the and when I get off stage, not a host of the show, well, what I need you for? Yeah. Now I'm a docu. You don't like me messing with your money? Don't mess with my time. Hmm. There has to be someone whose job is an asshole and don't care about nothing but the show. Unfortunately for me, it was me. <laughs> it was me too. It was me. It was I had to be, and I have to be the host of the show and be funny. It's not the easiest thing to do, but I'm capable of it. But I tell you, someone has to do it. Someone got to go, uh-uh. Someone's got to be a hammer. Hey, Toure, thank you so much for uh, making me feel better about myself. Hey, man, somebody do, because here's the thing. It ain't it ain't us. It ain't even the comedians. It's the money, man. Somebody done paid their good. Like, we always, you know, being in entertainment is a blessed thing. We'll take, right. we'll get paid three, four hundred from a show and, and spend $60 on drinks and not think about it. Man, people work hard for their money out here, man. Some, yeah. That's $60 to a family sometimes is what they have to spend on entertainment this month. Mm -hmm. And they chose to come to your show with it. You're going to start you gonna start an hour late. I got to go work in the morning. Look, uh, I'm, well, I'm, say, I'm paying two, for a babysitter. Two-way talk, talk about late. This nigga 15 minutes late. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so one thing was though, hey, hey, y'all wasn't y'all wasn't sitting here not broadcasting, was you? Hey, no. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, hey, listen. I literally my computer went down. I said, "Hey, Lloyd, stop without me, bro." <laughs> Gotta go. Yeah. I'm gonna say it doesn't look good, guys. I'm gonna say it doesn't look good at all, because oh, the Asian and the white guy showed up on time. <laughs> when the Asian guy shows up before you, you fucked up. I can't right, say right. that. I'll get canceled. <laughs> you can't say shit. <laughs> look, Zuray, that was that. Look, just before we close out, that was the funny part about me and Lloyd's show. Was right is because I didn't know. I didn't know that there was a, a stigma that uh, Asian people showed up late. I didn't know. Like you always hear about black people. I never never heard about I'm Asian. About people. That. Dude, so I, I would show the, up late, then Lloyd would show up late. I would show up late, then Lloyd would show up late. Asian standard time. Yeah. 10 to whatever we get there. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, I they military so too long, man. Because here's the thing. You really don't know what Asians be doing in the house. Fact. They got to do a lot of shit in the house, man. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I feel I feel triggered. I feel accused of something. I just don't know what no, it is. Hey, two, 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 man. 
<laughs> Yo, hey, we do got hard out, but um, what 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 do you got for the people, especially like the lower comics? Because you help comics uh become successful. Every time a comic makes it out of Philly, they say two right. Two right. Yes. Every time the biggest comic oh. traveling right now is Kevin. Uh, oh, the the most out there comic, right? It's Kevin, Kevin Hart. And, and I, I'm saying his name like I know him because he's speaking to fruition. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how you do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the biggest comic out right now is Kevin Hart. And, yeah. and I listen to the business shit that he yeah. talks about. But your name keeps coming out of his mouth, bro. Always. So that, so Always. that, that tells me, like, you help young comics all the fucking time. So during this time right now, Right. What is your words of wisdom to to the younger comics coming up? Oh man, stay stay creative, stay creating, um, and and just remember we're artists. Like the blessings, the blessings didn't stop because the world got to deal with a pandemic. We you know we got to deal with this. It's something you know this this part of the ben, this part of the perks of being a, a free free world. Mm. Uh, we got to deal with things like a pandemic when they come up, but it didn't stop to be living a blessed existence. You know, and I always tell comedians that, like, we, we tell jokes for a living. We're not essential. <laughs> right. You know, as right. you can see, there's the nobody- They didn't give no fucks about us. Right, there's nobody, <laughs> there wasn't nobody going, you know what we need? We need that comedian <laughs> relief fund. That's what we need. <laughs> so I say that to say, please don't forget your purpose. Please don't forget who you are as a, as a comedian. And don't forget the artistry of being a comic. It may not be stage time right now. It may not be about the stage. But it's about writing, organizing, getting your thoughts together, mm. getting your business together. This is a while while you're being sat down. Make sure you get your taxes in order. Make sure you get your personal life in order. Your license suspended. Get that straight. So when the world <laughs> open back up, you can get back on the road. Like, take care of self and get prepared. I guess that's the, to make it short, sweet. Take care of yourself and get prepared because it's not going to be like this. And what what it's going to be is right out the gate. Like nobody's waiting. Nobody, not, you. All, all, not, not for nobody. Everybody's yeah. sitting home right now. Think about it like that. Everybody's yeah. sitting home right now. Even right. I, I'm in a Madden chat with JB Smooth and JB, like, I ain't been out the house. Like, you know, he goes out, Damn. but he's like, I'm not even thinking about tour, none of that. So there are a lot of big names that are like, I'm, I'm not even messing with it right now, but I'm writing this. Roy Wood Jr. Right. told me he got two movies already written. So if you think everybody's sitting waiting, they're not, and neither should you be. Yo, man. let's end it on that note, man. Yo, two Ray, you the shit, bro. Thank I really do appreciate that's you. That's his man. Instagram handle at the bottom. Comedy by Two Ray. Where else can they find you, OG? That's pretty much it. That's where my baby mom always find me. <laughs> that's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad.